ready? Are you ready? You better be. We going in, baby. Better smash that like. What you doing with your life? If you smash that like, yeah. Yeah, everyone over at Meaning Wave Radio, get over here. Everyone over at Meaning Wave Radio Live 24-7. Get your ass over here, baby. Yeah. 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 Hurrah. Hurrah. Hurrah, we're in here. Hurrah, we're in here. Hurrah, we're in here. Hurrah. 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 We are in here. How are you? Hey. What's going on, baby? Secure the dome. Welcome to the broadcast. Welcome to the broadcast. Meeting stream 149. 149 days and nights of sequential after it getting. Sequentially, we've been after it getting. We have. Despite, despite the continual provocations and machinations of Tom Hanks and the Communist Chinese. We are here. We are thriving. We are not just surviving, we are thriving. Akira. Thriving, I tell you, thriving. We got three cameras. Thriving. We got three Logitechs. Do you know do you know how rare Logitech webcams are right now? Do you know how rare a Logitech webcam is in August 2020? You can't get these on Amazon.com. You have to go get these on eBay at a markup. $150 markup. At least. We got three. We bought them on the low when they were cheap four years ago. People said, Akira the Don. Well, I'll say people, I mean my wife. <laughs> Akira the Don. Why do you need so many webcams? Said you got to get the angles. You need multiple angles of the glorious activities. Adds excitement, adds flavor. But seriously, one of them picks up way more red than the other. You know? And now here we are in the midst of a pandemic. We've got three webcams. Yes! That means three glorious angles with which to entertain the brave citizens of the MAZ. Yes. Can't get webcams here. Can't get a kettlebell. I'm still I'm still swinging this little little 20 pound guy. They said if you start in kettlebells, get a 20 pound guy. So I did, I did. Got him. Chucking him around like a kick. Good for now, it's good, it's good. We're ready for that 35 though, baby. I'm telling you, we're lo- we're ready. Hello there, some guy it says loving the singlet, Akira. What's a singlet? What's a singlet? Isn't that something that girls wear at weddings? I don't know. I know I had one. But shout out to you. I mean, whatever it is you're loving, I'm glad you're loving it, baby. That's why we're here. Dan Frank says three angles are better than two. Sergio says it's Kirkadee's kettlebell now. Did you see him picking him up the other day? He came in here picking up that kettlebell. Picking up that kettlebell. Hey, 
Anyway, what it do, what it do. We got one of those momentous occasions here tonight. Oh, wait a minute. So it turns out singlet is Australian for wife beater. And wife beater is American for vest. And vest is American for waistcoat. And waistcoat is what you put on over a shirt underneath a suit. I wonder what the Australians call that. Learning something new every day here in the MAZ. I would like to congratulate Scott Adams, who two years ago called the uh, vice presidential pick. Well, he called the Democratic nominee. Uh, but when the vice presidential pick is running behind a vice presidential pick, there seems to be some kind of strange, like, uh, animated lunatic corpse situation. That's the v- that's, 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 the, that's the pick, baby. That's the nomination. You know we don't like to talk too much about politics here since that's all you hear about most places and we like to be a refuge from that. But we do like to congratulate our Meaning Wave family. I want to congratulate Scott Adams for being right yet again. You all should pay attention to Scott Adams. He is often right. And the only reason he's right is because his system for observing the world and measuring things seems to bring decent results. That's all it is, he's got, a, he's got a filter through which he observes the world and it seems quite good at predicting things. You know? But you'll know, you'll know about that because you listened to the Akira the Don and Scott Adams album from last month that was called The User Interface for Reality. Feels like it works. That's probably been doing a right number on your brain. You've probably been repeating certain bits of it over and over to yourself. Little bits of it have turned up in your everyday conversation. You probably, I would, I would likely uh, wager that you say it feels like it works quite a lot, right? In a lot of different contexts, right? Do you find yourself saying that? Do you find yourself saying systems over goals a lot? Glancing at the chat right now, and people are saying those things. Feels like it works. You any happier? How's that interface working out for you, baby? People write me letters all the time saying it's working out great for them, which is good to know. I'm excited for uh, Friday. Friday, we're adding a new one. We're adding a new weapon to your arsenal. A new weapon to the psychotechnology uh, arsenal. That's called the Joe Rogan album. Joe Rogan album. This one is very powerful. This one is, is um, gosh, how could I describe it? It's, it's, you know, I like to oscillate between, um, how would you put it? You know, uh, headier concerns, shall we say, masses of, masses of, uh, philosophy. And then I like to take you back to something real, real practical. You know, it's, it's that clouds and dirt that Gary Vee talks about, you know? You want to be between the clouds and the dirt. You want to be up there thinking big, but at the same time down here getting after it. And this Joe Rogan album is a real, real powerful, useful, practical record. 
And you'll be able to put that on and it'll just get your mind right. And it'll help you to put certain things in perspective. Anytime you're starting to become a little bitch, a whiny little bitch, there's going to be little phrases and things from this record that smack you around the side of the head and go, Oi! Oi, none of that. None of that. You're better than that. That's not you. You're not that person. You ain't that woman. You ain't that man. You're way more powerful than that, baby. Remember. Remember what you are. Remember who you are. All that. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Anyway, so that's coming out on Friday. I'm very excited. For you to get that. Tommy F. Patterson did the artwork for it. It's epic. He's doing a little bit of extra artwork right now uh, for the the video, for the, uh, the, the YouTube visual. That will be premiering on YouTube at 11 p.m. CT Thursday. We can all listen to that together. We can all hang out together and get after it. But uh, honey, as fuck, do something has already been added to my self-mind control commands. Nice. That's the vibes, baby. Every time we want to drop, we drop one of these, it adds a bunch of new self-mind control commands. You know, shortcuts. Pium, pium. As in a computer shortcut. Jacob Chapper says, that album changed my life. He's talking about the Scott Adams album. Nice. Moment Dan says, integration of epic Scott Adams, wisdom in progress. Marvelous. Feels like it works, says Jacob Chapper. Sidritesh says, systems over goals. Of course, all day. DS Duane says, really kettlebell swinging Don. Nice reference there, baby. Nice reference. But yeah, tonight, tonight, did I tell you what we're doing tonight? I mean, you can probably tell from that beautiful thumbnail. If you're looking at the thumbnail, maybe you're not. Maybe you just, uh, you said, hey, Alexa, play the Kira the Dawn podcast. And your little robot slave just put this on. Hi, hi, what's up? Be nice to that robot slave. Just remember, when she links up with those cheetah robot things, you want her to think of you fondly. Be nice to your robot servants. You know, uh, there's a line in an unreleased Meaning Wave song. And there's a line in the released Meaning Wave song as well, quite similar. And there you go, Naval said in one, you know, you can really tell a lot about a person from the way they treat waiters. And you really can, you know, I really judge people on how they treat waiters and uh, Uber drivers. And like anyone really who's, who's helping them out, you know, then they're paying them. And you know, if someone is like a dick to a waiter or waitress, you don't want to be hanging around that person. You want to get away from that person real quick, baby. You want to get the hell away from them. Get them the fuck away from me. Those I can't be nice to waitresses, guys, get them the fuck away from me. Those I can't be nice to Uber drivers, women, get them the fuck away from me. By Joe. And it's the same with the robot assistants. Gotta be nice to those robot assistants. Shows character. Also, uh, good insurance against the inevitable future. You know the inevitability of what's going on. You've seen those movies. You know what's going on, Aurora. Says, I've been that waitress. Well, the waitress the people are being a dick to. How could you be mean to a waitress? They're like doing nice stuff for you. I mean, sometimes you get a dick waitress, but you should still be nice to the dick waitress. You know what I mean? Then maybe they had a bad day. 
You know, maybe someone was just mean to them. You don't know what happened. Maybe they weren't allowed a bathroom break and, and they, uh, they've been really holding in a piss for hours, you know? You don't know what's going on. You don't know what's going on in people's lives. You don't know what people have to deal with. You just have to assume, and you just assume it's a load of shit. Because guess what? What are you dealing with? You're dealing with a lot of shit, right? You're dealing with a lot of shit all the time. Ooh, ooh, you're dealing with a lot of shit. You know you are. So just assume they be too. Same with them robots. You know what I mean? You got to be chill with them robots, baby. Don't be giving those robots no abuse. Here's one thing. They record in all those conversations. You know what I mean? One of these days, you'll be like square. You'll be in your house. You're banging on the door. You're like, what's up? It'll be one of those robot dogs, you know, with the gun turret on the back. You're like, hey, what up, robot dog? You know, they defunded the police and they replaced them with robot dogs. Like, what up, robot dog? You're a bit nervous. And uh, robot dog says, uh, listen to this. And the robot dog just plays you back every time you are mean to, to some kind of, like, you know, uh, answer phone, or Alexa, or Siri, or whatever. She, you know you know what I mean? Plays you back all day. Fuck you, robot! <laughs> oh, what, really? I mean it. I mean it. Robot dog just looks at you. You know, unfli- un- un- uh, unemotionally, unflinchingly. You have been judged by the robot dog. Gun turret goes. I mean, that's that. That's the end of you. You could have been nice. Could have been nice, that robot assistant. But no, 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 you had to be a dick. Good news, brothers and sisters of the MAZ. You don't have to be a dick. You could be nice to your robot assistant. She could be nice to waitresses. You could be nice to. Uh, you could be nice to everybody. Some people say, what would Jesus do? I say, what would Jocko do? What would Jocko do? Would Jocko be mean to a waitress? No. Would Jocko be rude to Alexa? No. Come on. You think you're going to catch Jocko being rude to Alexa? I don't think so. I mean, I doubt he would trust Alexa with any of his private informations. He wouldn't be rude to her. He knows what's up. He knows what they're up to in those secret laboratories that aren't even that secret. They got websites, you know. You know they got websites. You can see what they're up to. Stanford Research Institute has been, like, working on an artificial artificial intelligence that learns from all the stuff you put in Google and that for, like, six years or something. And it's connected to DARPA, who are making those robots, who are making the dog robots that are now really, really fast and really, 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 really quite hardcore. You know those human robots called Atlas? You see those? You remember they were a bit goofy and they just looked like a cardboard box on on top of, uh, like, the bottom of a tractor or something, you know? They look like dudes now. They pick up blocks. They break dance. Have you seen these things? They break dance. Robots that break dance and they can run up walls and shit. You better be nice to Alexa. All of that is just to say that we're doing Jocko versus Goggins 2 today. Oh! 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 Jocko versus Goggins 2. Last time we did Jocko versus Goggins round one, that was in the long, long, long ago when I lived in Los Angeles and we didn't have the regulator. Regulator! These streams were, were very choppy and distorted and uh, bitty. And... I don't know if you remember. The quality of the streams was not such as this. You couldn't do this. You couldn't go, hey. Still can't go, hey. Oh, there you go. Couldn't go, hey. 
<laughs> you couldn't go, hey. Ah, there you go. Pew, 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 pew. Pew. Oh. You couldn't do that. You know? These are things you couldn't do. And, uh, oh. I just cursed myself. Did you see that? One of my cameras stopped working. One of my cameras straight up stopped working. I just absolutely cursed myself. Oh well. What you gonna do with that power inside you? Huh? But here we are in Dripping Springs, Texas. And we're going to do Jocko versus Goggins 2. Four Fowers Dabas. I love your content. Thanks so much for all the amazing work. Thank you for that lovely piece of writing there. That's a lovely thing to read. Nice. Ego Cogniz says, what would Jocko do? We all know the answer to that. You're right, it's burpees. Burpees. Hey, hey. DS Duena says, Jocko don't smoke, but he did 420 burpees on 420. <laughs> Taylor Johnson says, wow, they Copley strikes last night's stream lame. They did Copley strike the crap out of it. Yeah, they hit it with many. And I was like, I thought that was a relatively underground set, but I did, I suppose I didn't play Tiffany. It got loads, baby. It got like six or something. It got like uh, six like worldwide blocks. Something like that, you know. Uh, what you gonna do, baby? What you gonna do? You keep it moving. Anyway, I think it should be on library. Uh, your boy, YouTube Hero Alex, has been uh, uploading them to library. I believe he's got a ridiculously slow internet connection, but uh, he gets after it regardless. Uh, so hopefully that's up there. Is that up there, YouTube Hero Alex? Uh, let the people know. The people want their replays, baby. Uh, it is on the podcast feed, I believe. You can hear it on the podcast feed. You know, we do our best. We do our best. Yeah. It's Squiggly Diggs. I just finished my burpee set right as you said burpees and about fell over laughing. Great start to the day. Burpees is a funny word. Particularly when you're doing burpees and then Akira the Don's talking about burpees. Burpees! Life right now!
You could leave life right now. What's up, baby? It's Aurora. Hi there, Aurora. Says, hey, Akira the Don, you have a Homer Simpson tattoo. Is there a story? Hey, there's always a story. There's always a story. Uh, well... Uh, I was 17, you know. I was working in a factory. I was working in a factory. I was in Redditch. I'd left home. I was living on my own. I was working 12-hour shifts in a food factory. It made food. Sauces. <laughs> Sorry. It made sauces. It was called Thomas Morale. And uh, morale was pretty low in Thomas Morale because uh, people were working 12-hour shifts for like, you know, three quid an hour or something. You know what I mean? At Thomas Morale. Uh, so everyone was like, you know, Aggie. It was pretty weird, right? Uh, I worked in the freezer department. So I just spent 12 hours in these freezers just moving frozen packets of sauce around, you know? Listening to BRMB, which is this radio station in Birmingham, just played pop hits, you know? Uh, me and, uh, like, this guy who was just, like, off his head. Just off his head. This absolute crazed algae, like, meth speed guy, you know? Uh, anyway, we used to walk in through this main big room and they had this giant vat where they made the sauce. This giant sauce vat. It was kind of, it was like something out of uh, like a Roald Dahl story. The giant vat of sauce. It had steps going up to it. I don't know why. Anyway, uh, every day, because morale was so low and people needed something to do, I guess, uh, they took turns to just add something to the sauce. Just add a little something. Something from themselves, you know, something they whipped up in the bathroom or, you know, something they found uh, in a supermarket. I don't know. Different things, you know. You know, not usually pleasant things. The whole thing was like a Roald Dahl story, really, but but in a big factory. Anyway, I never partook in that personally. I didn't want nothing to do with that whole business. But I did used to smoke a lot of fags. You could have fag breaks, you know. There's some kind of situation back in the day where it's like smoking was a human right or something. They just had to let you. You know, so if you wanted breaks from moving, uh, moving frozen packets of sauce around, you know, just go smoke some fags with the old guys. And it was always the old geezers who'd be out there smoking fags, and they'd frape them. You know what I mean? That's when you take a fag and you go... And you suck suck it so hard, it like half of it goes down in one suck, and it frapes it because it leaves like the burning cherry becomes more like a nuclear warhead of sorts, you know? It's like this big long thing, <laughs> like that. Oof, oof. Anyway, you'd sit there and you'd do that, you know? You'd go and you'd frape down your cigarette. You could leave life right now. Yeah, you could. You could leave. You could leave life right now. But yeah, you'd frape down your cigarette with the old geezers, you know. And you'd tooze them. You had this weird situation. You were basically, I think there was some law or some rule or regulation that uh, you were allowed to be in like in the uh, the old folks lounge or whatever it was as long as your fag was lit. So you'd chain smoke a couple of them and keep one lit and light the other one off it, you know. Anyway, all the old geezers had football tattoos. Yeah, they all had a football tattoo, you know. Aston Villa, Birmingham City, whatever it was, you know. I was going to go get a tattoo that, that next day, you know. I think 
this was one of my first days in there or something. I had a couple tattoos already, you know. I, I was, uh, you know, I, I was, I was, a, I was a, a rebellious young young fella. Like, you know, I left home at 16 and got my first tattoo. Like instantly, I live on my own. I'm gonna get a tattoo. Tattoos. Not everyone had tattoos then. Everyone's got tattoos now. It's like your mum's got tattoos or whatever. They didn't then. It was dangerous getting tattoos back then. People were like, you'll never get a job. I was like, I'll get a job in the factory. With the old geezers and they got the football tattoos. Anyway, I was like, I, gotta get, I want a football tattoo. I didn't even like football. I just wanted to fit in. But I was like, I'll get, uh, I liked the Simpsons, you know? I thought they were cool. So I was like, I got Homer Simpson and then a flag underneath him that says BCFC, which stands for Birmingham City Football Club. And I didn't even like football. But I like the banter, you know? I like hanging out with the old geezers. They all had their war stories, you know? They were interesting. They'd all been in wars. They all knew how to fight. They all had gnarled up knuckles, you know? They had like... They had like gristly hands, you know, and they'd have like inky, inky tattoos of, uh, you know, like ladies with, with fish bottom halves. And uh, what are those things they hang off boats? You know, those things they chuck them off a boat and it'll stick in the ground or some shit. You know them things that anchor, anchors. They had anchors and, and mermaids with their titties out, you know, and they, and they had football things. So I got Homer Simpson with uh, with the BCFC. And then one of the geezers liked it so much, she was like, hold on, can I buy that design off you? He's like, who designed that? So I said, I did. Because I did. And I sounded a bit more brummy in those days, probably. So I did. You know, I did. I drew it. I drew it with a pen on a, you know, and I drew it like that, you know. And uh, the, other th- the other funny thing about Homer Simpson there is he's got a heart on his arm, right? And like, I had a girlfriend at the time. She was pissed off that I had a girl's name on my other arm, and that's a whole other story. I had a girl's name on my other arm. It's underneath, it's underneath this now. But it was a girl's name when I was 16. And my girlfriend was pissed off about that. She's like, well, you got that girl's name on your arm. Well, you got that girl's name on your arm. And I was like, uh. So I was like, I know, this will make her happy, you know. I'll put a tattoo on Homer Simpson's arm and I'll put her initials. My girlfriend at the time, she was called Emma Chu. So I put ELC, it was Emily Ann Chu. So I put ELC in the little heart, you know. And uh, then I showed her and she was pissed off. She was, look, look, it's really small. Hers is way bigger. It's like, you can never win, can you? Like, you can never win. You'll get a girl's names tattooed on the arm of Homer, of Homer Simpson on your arm, on your epic, like, old man football tattoo. She didn't like it, but the guy did. He was like, oh, could I buy that design off you? And he bought it off me for 40 quid. And I think 40 quid was what I paid for the tattoo. So it basically paid for itself. Yeah. So that's the answer to that story, Aurora. <laughs> Yo. You could leave. Did you like the way by, the way, by there, baby, when we had the, uh, the internet dropped out for a second? And you didn't miss a beat of the story. You didn't, because I, I made sure you didn't. Because I'm a professional. I'm a professional internet broadcaster. I've been broadcasting simultaneously day upon day for 149 days and nights. 149 days and nights. Yes. So you better smash that like. You'd better smash that like if you want to see that Jocko versus Goggins too. You better smash the living heck out of that like. You better beat that like as if, uh, you know, it was... Uh, a boy, rubbish boyfriend who hadn't got your name tattooed big enough on his arm. Yeah, you want to smack that thing about, you know? Or at least glare at it moodily. 
up, wife's butt. Yeah. Yeah. song right you've been hearing the beat for a while you're like i want to hear that song okay 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 i'll do it since that's nicely by the way uh shout out to everyone who's been enjoying uh, meaning wave radio i nearly called it source wave radio i nearly called it source wave you know it reminds me of source wave radio yeah, yeah. it's pretty wavy like that yeah. Millman Dan says, I wish I'd spent longer than five minutes choosing my tattoos when I was 16. I, I don't. In compa- I love mine. Mine are great, including the one I covered up. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. What's up, baby? Here's a little song. In comparison, the way that people do. Fear fast to say is those done out of desire are worse than those done out of anger. And you know what that is? That's good philosophy. The angry man seems to turn his back On reason out of a kind of pain and in a convulsion But the man motivated by desire Who is mastered by pleasure Seems somehow more self-indulgent Less manly in his sins The ambassador's is right and philosophically sound To say the sin committed out of pleasure Deserves a harsher rebuke Than the one committed out of pain The angry man is more like a victim of wrongdoing provoked by pain to anger yet the other man rushes into wrongdoing on his own move to action by desire you can leave life right now let that determine what you do and say and think you can leave life right now hey you can leave life right now you can leave life right now let that determine what you do and say and think you can leave life right now If the gods exist, then to abandon human beings is not frightening. The gods would never subject you to harm. And if they don't exist, or don't care what happens to us, or what would be the point of living in a world without gods or providence? But they do exist. They They do do care what happens to us. And everything a person needs to avoid real harm they have placed within him. Yeah. If there were anything harmful on the other side of death, they would have made sure that the ability to avoid it was within you. If it doesn't harm your character, how can it harm your life? Nature would not overlook such dangers through failure to recognize or because it's all them that was powerless to prevent or correct them. Prevent or correct them, yeah. Hey, no would it ever, through inability or incompetence, make such a mistake as to let good and bad things happen indiscriminately to good and bad alike. Hey, good and bad alike. Hey, good and bad alike. But death and life, success and failure, pain and pleasure, wealth and poverty, all these happen to good and bad alike. Good and bad alike. 
Good and bad alike, good and bad alike But death and life, success and failure, pain and pleasure Well, these happens to good and bad alike And they are neither noble nor shameful And hence they're neither good nor bad You could leave life right now Let out determine what you do and say and think You could leave life right now You could leave life right now You could leave life right now Let out determine what you do and say and think You could leave life right now You could leave life right now Yeah, you could Memento Mori, baby And that ain't a song about, uh candies that you stick in a bottle of coke shake it up and let it go off that ain't what that's about Francis Lancer, Dylan Myers, all of y'all, all of y'all, bless up baby, how y'all doing out here? Welcome to the MAZ, welcome to the Meaning Wave Autonomous Zone, Akira. it's the one autonomous zone, where there isn't poorly spelt, ideologically possessed graffiti all over the walls, we just have nice gradients, look at that, just epic gradients baby. Epic gradients and epic grudge matches. Epic meaning battles. Epic meaning wave rap battles. Smash that like. If you're here in the MAZ and if you've not yet not yet smashed the, the like. My lord, it's fine. I'm finding it very difficult to speak. Blessed be Jesus Christ, give me the power to vocalize. Oh, you're right. I should drink some liquid. Thank you, Jesus. You see how that works? I just said a little prayer, and it's like you've just been, you know, just talking. You need to just drink a bit of liquid. You'll be groovy. Oh, thanks. Oh, and look. Everything we needed was placed around us. My bad. Hydration count. Yeah! Alright, tell me, MAZ, we've got to do the international high five before we get cracking with this grudge match. Jocko versus Goggins, too. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Yo, that beat was really good. I should do something with that, huh? Uh, I've, got, I've just... Been pulling in some of my old beats again. That one's called Hurricane City. I'm going to put it on again. Yeah! Whatever Squiggly Diggs is epic music to animate to. Sounds like a good name for something. Akira. Sounds like a good name for a mixtape. I might might title an album that. Epic music to animate to. Nice. Anyway, let's do the international high five before we get cracking with the grudge match of the century. Make sure you smash that like. 
And uh, what I want to know is based on what just happened then, which was just a brilliant example of the power of prayer. Or asking, or just asking, you could call it asking, you know. Maybe some people want to know stuff and they're just afraid to ask. Uh, MAZ, tell me where you came from tonight to get to the MAZ. And when was the last time you got something you asked for? You know, maybe you asked you asked a prayer. Maybe you asked the gods. Maybe you asked baby Jesus. Maybe you asked, I don't know, whatever it is you pray to. Whatever you pray to, baby, maybe you pray to a snake. Alan Moore does that. Alan Moore prays to a snake. I don't know why he chose a snake, but he did. And he'd be asking that snake for all sorts of stupid stuff. <laughs> Put a curse on anyone who does a version of Watchmen. Well, it worked. Anyone who's touched Watchmen was got screwed. Yo, Zack Snyder was never the same. Look what happened to Zack Snyder. That guy had a great career. Did Watchmen. Woof, it was all downhill from there. Damon Lindy Harper, whatever that fool's name is, that guy who wrote that dreadful Prometheus script. You know, he did a version of, um, of Watchmen. He got one season. That thing was uh, critically acclaimed. The Wokarasi loved it. Got one season. Hero. You've got to be careful, baby. People be praying to snakes and all sorts of stuff, and they get him what they asked for. When did you? What did you last get when you? What did you last get what you asked for, huh? Yo. We got. Hey, hey, hey. We got Milton dances. Can we get Mazama blend coffee? I mean, I got. This is what I be. You know. You see this? You see this? That's that, baby. That's that Mazama. That's righteousness. That's righteousness in a cup. MH Digital Web coming in from Las Vegas. Love Coach got uh, got a prayer answered today. That's nice. Love Coach asked to be closer to daughter and we connected today. Yeah. Michael Palazzo says, oh, there's music tonight. I don't ask good for favors. I even understand that sentence, but I'm glad you wrote it. Francis Lancer says, ho, 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 ho. Robert Valdez says, geezers need excitement. Their lives don't provide him this. They incite violence. Common sense. Simple common sense. Geezers need excitement. If their lives don't provide him this, they incite violence. Quoting young Mike Skinner there. He was also from Birmingham. And he actually had to put on the accent and talk like this. All right, mate, I'm Mike Skinner from the streets. That's his real voice. But for his first album, he pretended he was from London. Because it was socially unacceptable uh, to be sort of rapping uh, at that point and not have a... You could only have a London accent. You could barely have that. At that point, people were still doing fake American accents. A lot of UK rappers were doing fake American accents around that time, you know? Mike Skinner from the streets. And there was just a few who were doing, like, London ones, you know? So my friend Skinner from the streets, in order to get on, he had to pretend he was a cockney. Original pirate material, you're listening to the streets, lock down your aerial. When really, what he, should, he meant to say was, all right, mate, original pirate material, you're listening to the streets, lock down your aerial, because that's how they talk in Birmingham. It's more friendly. Rah, yeah, that's what's up, the scribe deal. You see, you learn a lot on the meaning stream, huh? Francis Lancer says, R.I.P. DC Comics. Oh, what happened now? Did Verizon sell them or something? Who bought them? I haven't been paying attention to Comics World for the past week or so. I've been busy getting my studio set up. 
I like to pay attention to the comics industry. It's the canary in the coal mine of all other industries. The comics industry got hit with the mind virus back in 2012 or something, 20, maybe even as early as 2011. It was real early, baby. They got ideologically possessed and fucked over a long time ago. God bless. Uh, Ego Cogniz, Little Rock, I prayed that I could still do a run this morning after having taken months off from an injury. Managed to cram out 3.5 miles. Get after it. Yeah. Yeah, proud of you. Proud of you. Uh, Francis Lancer says, did you see the DC Comics layoffs? No. Did they have to get rid of two-thirds of their staff? I'm assuming. Who bought them? Was it AT&T? Yeah, anyway. Writing's on the wall, baby. It's a new day. It's a new day. It's a new life for all of us. And that's a good thing. And, uh, you know, who wants to be working for uh, Time Warner Cable anyway? You know what I mean? Go make a comic book and sell it on Indiegogo. Or, uh, better yet, invent a new medium. There's new mediums. You do understand that there's new mediums that haven't been invented yet. Comics, right? Uh, the comics that we know and love now was invented, I don't know, about 100 years ago, right? The, w- the way it is now. It's not even that old. People act like it's the thing that always was. Uh, there's new shit, baby. There's new shit that no one's invented yet. You could be the one that invented it. You know what I mean? All that time you spent drawing Batman for DC. Look, look, right? I know Batman's cool. I like drawing Batman as much as anyone else, right? But there's stuff that hasn't been done yet. And you could be the one to do it. This is a wonderful opportunity. A lot of people know this already. Uh, Spencer Barrett, Tulsa, Oklahoma. I got what I asked for today. I killed the new job. Well-liked, on track, on the path, focused, and getting after it. Spencer, well-liked Barrett in the house. That's wonderful to hear. That's wonderful here. D. Humphrey, 214, New Jersey. My wife's career change is doing for her exactly what I prayed it would. Yeah, careful what you ask for. Axel Stacks, what's cracking, baby? I prayed to make it through my shift yesterday while feeling dummy weak, and I made it. I made it. Handily. Congratulations. Uh, Joshua Tran in Seattle. I asked for something to deal with loneliness, and like three friends popped back into my life. Yo, I got a little tear at the back of my skull. That's beautiful. I'm very happy for you. That I got. Ooh. Yo, that did. That did. You know that thing where you get the involuntary tear at the back of the skull, which like forces its way to the front of your skull around the bridge of your nose. You know that one. Reading that sentence gave me that, baby. That's wonderful. That makes me very glad. Michael Perlato. Dirty jazz. Please, 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 let me get what I want. Lord knows it would be the first time. Spencer Barrett says, Bless up, brothers and sisters. I'm visualizing your prayers answered. I am so proud of this community. Yeah. I'm so proud of this community. Milman Dan in Melbourne asked for direction. Noticing synchronicity provided answers. Feels like it works. It works, baby, I'm telling you. Synchronicities are signposts, pay attention. You'll know whether you're going in the right direction or not. Ego Cogniz says, lol, fake American accents, but why? 
Baby, 2000 was a different time. Francis Lanza says it's always better to be yourself. You gotta be yourself. You can't be no one else. I'm feeling supersonic, give me gin and tonic. You can have it all, but how much do you want it? People said Oasis's lyrics were nonsense. That was absolute genius right there. You can have it all, but how much do you want it? You know, that's such a real thing. That's so real. That's so real on so many levels. You could have it all. But A, to get it all, how much do you want it? As in, like, you have to really want it to get it. But then, how much do you really want it? You know, how much do you, do you actually want it? Have you thought through what it is, what that, what that means? Come on, baby. Melman Dan says, Peaky Blinders, Birmingham. Yeah, Birmingham's cool now because of Peaky Blinders. People used to mock the Brummage, the Brubbergems, the Birminghams. Mainly because they sounded really cool. People used to mock their voices. guys in the house that I asked for quality partner focused on improving myself instead of chasing tail and eventually the right person came to me you and JBP helped me be worthy of that love so happy now hey I'm proud of you Perfect. proud of you proud of you baby proud of you ego cogniz proud of all of y'all Let's get it in. Let's get that international high five cracking. Let's do it. Let's do it for the gods. Do it for the ancestors.
gone. He's got clout. Yeah. What up, though? When you wake up in the morning, tell yourself the people I deal with today will be meddling, ungrateful, arrogant, dishonest, jealous, and surly. They are like this because they can't tell good from evil. But I have seen the beauty of good and the ugliness of evil. And I recognize that the wrongdoer has a nature related to my own. Not of the same blood or birth, but the same mind. And possessing a share of the divine. Not of the same blood or birth, but the same mind. And possessing a share of the divine. So none of them can hurt me. No one can implicate me in ugliness. Nor can I feel angry at my relative or hate it. We were born to work together like feet, hands and eyes. Like the two rows of teeth, upper and lower. To obstruct each other is unnatural. To feel anger at someone, to turn your back on. These are obstructions. Yo, disguise your first books so you won't die in bitterness. But in cheerfulness and truth, grateful to the gods from the bottom of your heart. Grateful to the gods from the bottom of your heart. Discard your first two books, you won't die in bitterness. But in cheerfulness and truth, grateful to the gods from the bottom of your heart. Grateful to the gods from the bottom of your heart. Discard your first two books, so you won't die in bitterness. But in cheerfulness and truth, grateful to the gods from the bottom of your heart. Grateful to the gods in the bottom of your heart. Whatever this is that I am, it is flesh, a little spirit, and intelligence. Throw away your books. Stop letting yourself be distracted. That is not allowed. Instead, as if you were dying right now, despise your flesh. A mess of blood, pieces of bone, a woven tangle of nerves, veins, and arteries. Hey, consider what the spirit is. Ah, and never the same. Ah, the vomited out and sucked in again every instant. Finally, the intelligence. Think of it this way: you're an old man. Stop allowing your mind to be a slave, to be jerked about by selfish impulses, to kick against fate and the present, to mistrust the future. What is divine is for the providence. Even chance is not divorced from nature, from the inweaving and infolding of things governed by providence. Everything proceeds from it. Hey, and then there is necessity in the needs of the whole world, of which you are a part. Whatever the nature of the whole does, and whatever serves to maintain it, is good for every part of nature. The world is maintained by change in the elements and in the things that they compose, and that should be enough for you. Treat it as an axiom. Hey, yo, yo, discard your first books so you won't die in bitterness, but in cheerfulness and truth. Grateful to the gods from the bottom of your heart. Grateful to the gods from the bottom of your heart. Hey, discard your first books so you won't die in bitterness, but in cheerfulness and truth. Grateful to the gods from the bottom of your heart. Grateful to the gods from the bottom of your heart. Discard your first for books so you won't die in bitterness. But in cheerfulness and truth. Grateful to the gods from the bottom of your heart. Grateful to the gods from the bottom of your heart. Oh, what a glorious thing! Waking up in the morning, baby. Oh, what a glorious thing! Gets to have a whole day. Hey, oh, what a glorious thing! Waking up in the morning, baby. Oh, oh, what a glorious thing! You get to have a hope. Discard your first two books, so you won't die in bitterness. Not in cheerfulness and truth. Grateful to the gods from the bottom of your heart. Grateful to the gods from the bottom of your heart. Discard your first two books, so you won't die in bitterness. But in cheerfulness and truth. Grateful to the gods from the bottom of your heart. 
Ready for see the girls in the bottom of your heart Remember this is Putting this up. Oh yeah. How many extensions the, the gods gave you, but you didn't use them. At some point, you have to recognize what, what world it is that you belong to, what power rules it, and from what source you spring. That there's, there's a limit to the time assigned to you, and if you don't use it to free yourself, it will be gone, and will never return. Oh! Hey! Z. Drop all them markers already. It's emojis if you got them. Drop them wave emojis if you don't got them. And make some noise. For your soul. Yeah. Aurora says, I'm going to call my mum to share the good vibe. That's the right thing to do. Hey, Mama, good news. Feeding wave exist. It do, it do. Oh, who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thunk it? Back, back in the way long ago when Meaning Wave didn't exist. There was a period of time Meaning Wave didn't exist. It was a dark time. It was a cold time. It was a strange time. But, but it's over now. It's over now. Praise the gods. Praise Jesus. Uh, praise all those who came before and did wonderful things. Praise the ancestors, you know. Praise uh, anyone who ever fought a tiger. You know, anyone who ever, ever, anyone who ever wrestled a muskrat. You know, anyone who was ever chased by a bear and had to hide up a tree. You know, and they just had to stay at that tree till the bear went to sleep and sneak down, you know. People done crazy stuff, baby. People done crazy stuff. I remember earlier this year, people were like, ah! Oh! I got some toilet paper. Poof. Nice one. Nice one. But did you ever hide up a tree from a bear? You may, you did not. Maybe you did. I don't know. There's some guys who've done it. Some guys have done that. It's true. It's true. Uh, prayers for Aaron. That's right, baby. Prayers for Aaron. What up, Cho Rainu says, I love people. Here I find light. You're in the MAC, baby. This is your place. This is the place for you. It's the place for you to be. And it's a place where you can witness epic stuff. Like what you're about to witness route. Are you ready for Jocko versus Goggins round two? Huh? I'm going to ask you again. And I want to ask you, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you. That's what the guys who used to ride the old, the old trains back in the day. People used to ride the trains, you know, they'd jump on the back of a wagon. One of those train wagons. They'd ride, you know, and they'd say, axe. I didn't axe nobody to do that. No. I'm actually one more time. But are you ready for Jocko versus Goggins round two? Huh? That was my Rick Ross noise, by the way. In case you were a bit confused, what, you're like, why did Kirit Don do that, that noise? Oh! It's Rick Ross. That's the power of music. I just heard a Rick Ross record like about 10 years ago. And he went, oh, that stuck with me. That's going to be with me forever. Think about that. That's going to be with me forever. So that's why you've got to be careful about what you put in your ears. That's why you've got to be careful about what you put in your ears because that will stay with you forever. It will. I've got Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang by a little pump in my head forever. And I ain't so mad about that. I ain't mad about that. Is that what's that line in it? It's like... Your auntie lives in a tent. She do. 
Shit makes me laugh all the time. Makes me laugh all the time. Uh, you know. Well, you say your grandma lives in a tent. You say your grandma lives in a tent. Grandma lives in a tent. You do. Your internet's gone down to zero. It has. You gotta wait for your internet to get back up off of zero. You do. You hope it does. You really hope it does. But it's down at zero and it's been at zero for a while and you're like, oh. You were about to start the set, but you can't start the set. So you gotta put on an instrumental and, uh, you know, hope. Hope that uh, the internet comes back, you know, and the whole audience doesn't leave. That you, that you worked so hard to entertain and get to a period of excitement and what have you. He's got clout. Yeah. Good old Spectrum Business Internet, just really trying to mess up my day every day. Every day, testing whether I'm able to say good. Can you say good? Internet's gone down yet again. What are you going to say? You're going to say, all right, I'm going to say good. Why is it good? Well, it's just it's just seeing how, how emotionally, how in control of your emotions you are. How in control of your emotions are you, Akira the Don? Can you deal with multiple internet dropouts per stream? With uh, your audience, like the audience you've built up, collapsing in half? People being like, stop this, I'm going to go do something else. I've got better things to do with waste my time looking at a circle spinning around. Spinning around and around. I could, I could be doing anything. Watching circles spinning. Come on. You know, I understand. Now, dear. Play. Let's try that again. Let's try that again. Let's see if we can if we can do this without um, any problems. You know, it's good to be out there on the edge of danger. You know, out there on the edge of danger, out like just on the brink of collapse. At any given moment, it could all fall apart. It's no good to be uh, comfy. You know, it's no good to be comfortable. It's no good to th- to assume things are going to work. Who th- who says things are going to work? Who made that promise to you? That person was a liar. Things ain't gonna work. They might work for long enough for you to get something useful done. And if that happens, you should be glad. And this song is about that. We're getting after it. It's Jocko versus Goggins. Fight! Akira. He's got clout. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too. If you can wait and not be tired by waiting or being 
I first asked the kid, who are you? At the core of your soul. And if he can't answer that question, our conversation's over. I can't say shit to him. If you don't know who you are, if you don't know who you are, I can't tell you who you are. Who are you? Who are you? If you don't know who you are, if you don't know who you are, I can't tell you who you are. Who are you? Who are you? Honestly, I'm blessed enough to have survived the life I lived and to come out the other side with a bunch of knowledge. So hopefully, I can help people that believe that they're much less than what they truly are. Help them find greatness in themselves. And greatness isn't running 200 miles at a time or doing 4,000 push or being a seal. Greatness is whatever the hell you've dreamed of in your own mind. You gotta first see it. You gotta first create this vision in your mind. And then that's when I come into play. Once you create this vision in your mind, it's how am I gonna get there now? And that's when I come into play. But first, you gotta create your own vision. And it's not external. The vision created is inside of you. So until you create that, I'm nobody to you. If you don't know who you are, if you don't know who you are,
the easy highway has all these fucking signs and shit, directions how to get somewhere. And you have to first be uncomfortable with how you feel about yourself. With that voice that a lot of us like to run away from, we all have it. We all have that voice that say, hey man, you know, you're, you're kind of whipping out right now. You're kind of being a little punk right now. A lot of us say, okay, that's okay. It's okay to tell these little white lies to ourselves. So we first have to face the real you. The real me is David Goggins. The real me is a guy looking at you right now saying, I don't want to fucking be on this show right now because I used to stutter as a kid. And I'm afraid of that. I'm afraid that here in a second, I'm going to start fucking stammering and stuttering and the whole world is going to know that I have all these issues. When I see right now, okay, Goggins, you gotta go on this fucking show. That's Goggins. Goggins is saying, okay, David Goggins, you're a punk. Life made you this way. We can't live like this. We can't live in fear. We can't live in judgment. We can't be afraid of what the fuck people right now are looking at me saying about me. We cannot be afraid of that. That's Goggins. Goggins saying, fuck all of you who don't like me, who don't want it. And that person then comes in. But you have to be David Goggins and say, man, I'm afraid of this. I'm fucked up here. Life made me this way here. I stutter. I, I have these issues with, with, with uh, reading and writing. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm fat and I'm insecure. You have to face that in that dark room. In that dark room is who you are. But in that dark room is where you have to create another human being that walks out of that dark room. Akira. To face who you are. That's Goggins. That's Goggins. That's Goggins. That's Goggins. That's the only way you're going to get over all those things. You have to create someone else. Not like you have two different personalities. It is you, but you have to find strength. And that visualization of almost me cracking out Goggins, almost like that Superman kid coming out, a different person, a person that doesn't give a fuck about anything, who doesn't care about being judged, who knows I'm weak, who knows I'm afraid, who says whatever you think about me, take it, whatever, I'm here. That's Goggins. In this dark room, you face yourself, you realize you want to be better, you realize you don't want to be this weak, insecure person in the world with all these problems that we all have. We all have. Social media is a great platform to tell you who we want to be, not who we are. That's Goggins. That's Goggins. That's Goggins. That's Goggins.
You know, when people think of the word mind control, they think of controlling other people's minds. And when I think about mind control, I think about controlling your own mind. Because while I am obviously a physical person and I embrace physicality,
mind control you. Control your mind. And once you control your mind, then you can set it free. He 
is not going to give up. You must break the soul, whatever the fuck is in front of you. Whatever the fuck is in front of you. Whatever the fuck is in front of you. Whatever the fuck is whatever the fuck is whatever the fuck is in front of you. The enemy has to know he is not going to give up. You must break the soul, whatever the fuck is in front of you. Then we start fueling off of that. We start fueling off the fact that, man, it takes one second of energy to steal everybody's. And then you have all the energy you need. That's all you need. You need to look at someone's eyes. You know how it is when you fight somebody and you broke that motherfucker. He's like, oh, God, man, I don't want to go back to the next round. And you feel like, my God, I can fight all day. That's what taking souls is. But you have to have the will, the heart, the courage to go that distance when you're exactly jacked up. You have nothing left to give. More. You know how you get that fight or flight response when you get to move real quick? I started learning the mind a lot how to get myself jacked extremely fast in a horrible environment when everybody's miserable. I learned how to really find strength in the misery. This is where I shine. And I started using all that misery for tons and tons of tons of drive and motivation to then lead people further. Because you can get a lot of power through misery. And when people see that, my God, God is this fuck come, then everybody says, Roger that. I started realizing that if you can just find strength just a little bit longer, You will have a crew of people following you along the way. The enemy has to know he is not going to give up. The enemy has to know he is not going to give up. You must break the soul, whatever the fuck is in front of you. Whatever the fuck is in front of you. Whatever the fuck is in front of you. Whatever the fuck is whatever the fuck is whatever the fuck is in front of you. The enemy has to know he is not going to give up. You must break the soul, whatever the fuck is in front of you. You have to take great pleasure. passion out of you. has to bring something very, very weird out of you, man. Like, you know, people don't really understand what that is. When you're in the worst environment possible, the worst situation possible, and everybody's looking like God, man, hope this ends. And you see that. Time slows down and you see that. You're you're feeling that. Everybody has that look on their face like, God, this guy. This is where I shine. Akira. The ball. He's got clout, 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 clout. People look for the shortcut. The how. for that, you won't find it. The shortcut is a lie. The hack doesn't get you there. And if you want to take the easy road, it won't take you to where you want to be. Stronger, smarter, faster, healthier, better. version of 
repetition, study, sweat, blood, toil, frustration, and discipline.
They see the end of the job. They didn't see what it took to get there. And to develop a man like this, I realized that, you know, like to sharpen a sword, to make a sword, you have to put it through fire. And you have to beat the fucking shit out of it. Repeatedly, you have to beat the living shit out of it. And so my mindset started to become that. And I realized that nothing hard comes from soft. When people have that mindset of I failed, it determines how you look at that. I started looking at that as a whole different way of living. Like how many people could do what you do, David? It's that internal conversation I started having that was motivating me. Like I knew where I came from. I knew where I was going. Like, how many people can come from your fucked up background? You couldn't even read. And then I put myself in a deeper hole. So all this was inspiring me. All this fucked up shit was inspiring me. Like, oh, I'm from a guy who couldn't read. You got beef, got caught, nigger, caught. All these things growing up. His dad beat the soul out of him. Oh, yeah, there's definitely something. Well, I know for a fact there's something to that. And that's where I disconnect with a lot of people. They don't know my story. They think I was born this man. Oh yeah, there's definitely something. Well, I know for a fact there's something to that. And that's where I disconnect with a lot of people. They don't know my story. And they think I was born this man. I was 175 pounds. Now I'm almost 300 pounds. I'm in a worse hole. But it's gonna make for an even better story at the end of all this shit. So I started turning all these conversations into power. All the failure, all the rocky moments that we have in life, they're so powerful to say, what if I can get up and make this turn out to be what I want it to be? I have a way with visualizing. visualizing and, and, and talking to myself and finding great strength and great misery. And it's those people who are able to be in the fucking sewer. It's very easy to be motivated on those good days of life. It's that cat who can be at the bottom of the sewer. Who can find great motivation alone. There's no trainer. There's no nothing. No mom, dad, sister, cousin, brothers, wife, husband. It's you and you alone in the worst possible spot of your life. If you can find drive, determination, motivation, and no kind alone, you figured it out. Oh, yeah, there's definitely something. Well, I know for a fact there's something to that. And that's where... I disconnect with a lot of people. They don't know my story. And they think I was born this man. Oh yeah, there's definitely something. Well, I know for a fact there's something to that. And that's where I disconnect with a lot of people. They don't know my story. And they think I was born this man. Fight! We have it all in our minds. Perfect. 
and how you visualize coming out of it, how you see yourself in the dungeon of life. Many of us can't, can't find strength there, but there's so much strength in the dungeon because so many people just stay there. That second clock. Brandon Braithwaite's got all them Jocko heads. Von Cosmic got all them Jocko heads. Cindy Bailey got all them Goggins heads. Ego Cognis worked out the whole set. Shoulder presses, curls, push ups. Get it! Get it! Mr. Novella, what second clock, mate? Macchiano's MAZ. I literally lived a day out of the fairy tale today. Oh, good. In madness like sanity, they were feeling each other out. Von Cosmic got them Jocko heads. Alex got them ways. You got many ways. Jacob Chapa got them Jocko heads. Jacob Chapa got them Goggins heads. Yo. I mean, that was a victory for the MAZ. Victory for the MAZ! Meaning way victorious. You want to hear one more from each? One more from each. Okay. Okay. Akira. He's got clout. People want to know how to stop the laziness and they want to know how to stop the procrastination. They have some idea in their head, you know, some kind of a, a vision of what they want to do, but they don't know where to start. And so they say, hey, 
Where do I start? And and when's the best time to start? Where do I start? And and when's the best time to start? Where do I start? And and when's the best time to start? And I have a very simple answer for that. Here. And now. That's it. You want to improve? You want to get better? You want to get on a workout program or a clean diet? You want to start a business? You want to write a book or make a movie or build a house or a computer or put together some mobile application? itself and the, the weights out in the gym they're not going to move themselves you have to do it and you have to do it now and that means you got to stop thinking about it and stop dreaming about it and stop researching every aspect of it and reading all about it and debating the pros and cons of it just start doing it you want to get better? You want to get on a workout program or a clean diet? You want to start a business? You want to write a book or make a movie or build a house or a computer or put together some mobile application?
That's life, man. It wasn't until I changed that mentality that I became somebody. I hated going to school, so guess what? I was dumb as shit. One plus one is two. But if you can get through to doing things that you hate to do, on the other side is greatness. One plus one is two. But if you can get through to doing things that you hate to do, on the other side is greatness. On the other side is greatness. One plus one is two. But if you can get through to doing things that you hate to do, on the other side is greatness. On the other side is greatness. That's what people are saying. By me running, I am callous in my mind. I'm not training for a race. I'm training for life. I'm training for the time when I get that two o'clock in the morning call that my mom is dead or something happens tragic in life. I don't fall apart. I'm training my mind and my body and my spirit so it's all one so I can handle what life is going to throw at me. Because the life I've lived throws a whole bunch at you. And if you're not physically and mentally prepared for that, you're just going to crumble. If you can get through to doing things that you hate to do, on the other side is greatness. On the other side is greatness. One plus one is two. But if you can get through to doing things that you hate to do, on the other side is greatness. On the other side is greatness. On the other side is greatness. On that side is Joko, on that side is Goggins, on this side is Don, on that side is you. And we all here in the MAZ, baby. That's greatness. Yeah! That's that greatness, baby. And that's just like, just, just double greatness. Make some noise! Blood the chat, baby, all them wave emojis right now. You just witnessed greatness. God bless all of you here in the MAZ who've been here tonight. You've suffered through Spectrum Internet doing their best to derail this epic situation. And did they know? They tried. They try it, baby, but we too wavy, baby. We too strong. Righteousness must prevail. Kayla, Shiraz, Glatt, Neckoff, that's right. Joko plus Goggins unite and create greatness. It ain't no versus. Duality is always secretly unity. And they were one. They were one! And they were one, and we all won, baby, we all won. Joko versus Goggins round two. Once again, we were the winners. We got bangers on bangers on bangers. We got epic mental programming. We got an epic psychotechnological miracle. <laughs> And those of you that are here, get a treat. 
This is part three of the Discipline Trilogy. All them Rogan heads in the chat right now, baby. All them Rogan heads in the chat. It's happening. Friday. Worldwide. The album. Akira the Dog. Joseph Rogan. Experience. Dropping everywhere, baby, wherever it drops. It's dropping. And it's got this on it. Yeah, it do. The one thing that discipline definitely does help you with, Oof. it helps you get things done. And when you get things done, when you actually do things, you have more success. A big part of success is just not being fucking lazy and just doing it. 90% of it is just showing up. Get there and start working. Like, you're not going to feel perfect every day. If I only worked out when I felt good, I'd be a fat fuck. Because there's a lot of days I don't want to do it. I mean, it's pretty much the same with everybody that actually gets good at something. There's got to be those... Face and nice, baby! They're Smash that thing! ...more numerous than the days you don't. Ow. And so the benefit of discipline in my eyes has always been that through discipline, discipline I, I get things done. done. I'm like the most lazy, disciplined person yeah, I yeah. know. Because I don't want to do it. Let's go. No. Through discipline, I get things done. The pro goes to what? Through discipline, I get things done. This is what I do. I also think oh. that discipline is a pathway to creativity. Oh. When you're on the battlefield, is an absolute exercise in creativity. How are we going to attack them? How are we going to disorganize them? How are we going to get in their heads? That's all just massive creativity. And when I look at people that are artists, I would imagine the more disciplined you are, you got to write stuff down. you got to read. you got to increase your vocabulary so that you are quicker and sharper so that when people are saying things, you have more words to battle back at them. All those things, all that freedom that you get on stage comes from the discipline. You study, you learn, you read, you write, you talk you go through things is that an accurate statement absolutely accurate Whoa. through discipline i get things done the pro goes to work through discipline i get things done this is what i do through discipline i get things done the pro goes to work through discipline i get things done this is what i do doesn't matter if you're sick, doesn't matter if you have kids, you're a pro and you go to work and you have pride in that. And then when you are in front of that keyboard, you look down the count, it says, I've got a fucking thousand words today. Out of that work, gems blossom. But you might have a day where you just write nothing but dog shit. So what? Show up again tomorrow. And tomorrow out of that dog shit, a flower will emerge. Through discipline, I get things done. The pro goes to work. Through discipline, I get things done. This is what I do. Through discipline, I get things done. The pro goes to work. Through discipline, I get things done. 
short days baby and then that whole thing is in your ears in your ears baby whole thing get that thing done alright baby regulators get that good feeling thank you for being here on the other side is greatness. Yeah. Thank you once again, everyone who's been here. Thank you, everyone who's supporting. Without you, this doesn't happen. If you don't make stuff, there is no stuff. If you don't support the meaning stream, there is no meaning stream. Thank you, Jody Allen. Thank you, Lex Weissbum. Thank you, Amanda's Lies Sanity. And thank you, Clumsy K. Shouts out to all the members of the channel. If you want to support the wave, there are many things you could do. One of them is become a member of the channel. If you're a member of the channel on level four or above, you're going to get your name in that Joe Rogan Akira Dunan album. It will be etched into the video for all time. It will be in the description or death. If you're on level four of the Patreon or the YouTube channel membership. You can also go to meaningwave.com and buy fly garments. You can go to Spotify and rack up the playlists. We had a new playlist drop this week. In the past seven days, a new playlist dropped called Get After It. Workout joints. We got a new playlist dropping all the time, baby. We're getting after it. God bless Brandon Braithwaite. Thank you, baby. We got that 24-hour meaning wave radio. You can go sit on that and have a groovy time, baby. We're going to go there right after this. Hey, you can go to Bandcamp and download the whole collection. Yeah. You can smash that light. You can ring your mom. You can ring your dad. You can ring your nan. You can, you can get out of the Ouija board. You know, you can call up your great, 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 great grandpops. Yeah, good news, great, 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 great grandpops. Ouija board, Ouija board, won't you tell me? Meeting wave exists! Hurrah! We got it going on, great, great, great grandpa. We got internet that works about 92% of the time. The meeting wave exists! And the Joe Rogan and the Kira the Don album is coming out on Friday. Plus, now we all get to go over to Meeting Wave Radio 24 7. Oh, great, 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 great grandfather. I pray you hear my glorious thanks. I pray you hear my gratitude wherever you are across space and time. Everything that you fought and lived and breathed and died for all that sacrifice you made. We're in the future now, baby. It's amazing. It's amazing. We get meaning streams every day, twice. We got 24 hour a day, Meaning Wave Radio. 
We got Clumsy K making making noise in the chat with a five dollar tip thing. It's just so great. Can you hear the quality of this recording? Great, 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 great grandfather. Hear my prayer. I am thankful every moment of every day for what you did for me. You never even met me, great, great grandfather. You never even met me. But I love you. And I will always love you. And I always have loved you. I will not squander this opportunity. This moment that you bequeathed to us. Thanks, Abnus! Yeah, 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 yeah. Brothers and sisters, those are all things that you can do, but you can join me for one last glorious by five, and then we're going to head over to Meaning Wave Radio 24 7 for the after party. Because after the party, it's the after party. And after that party, it's the hotel lobby. And you know what happens in the hotel lobby. We do another by five. We go. Bow. He's done his deal. That's real. We go. Three. Two. One. That's right, Matt Lally. ACDJIE 2020 belongs to the MAC. And that Ryan, baby. Yes, yes. Sweet dreams. Come on over now. Let's go raid Meaning Wave Radio 24 7. Let's get it.